You are listening to episode 29 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, I'll be sharing my thoughts on comfy pants and clothing. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello, hello. How are you today? What are you wearing today? Lately, I've been thinking about humans and how we dress and fashion. It's just something that's been rattling around my mind lately. And it makes me think of that ZZ Top song with the lyrics, Cause every girl crazy about a shop-dressed man. I used to think that was... Uh, See, I'm even laughing now. I thought that was such a funny song, and the video was a little, it was a little weird. The video's in the show notes if you want to go check it out. And so anyways, I was thinking about, you know, kind of a playful podcast episode because I do like to weave in concepts around body image and sexuality and how we feel in our physical body because that's such an essential part of living the less stress, more fun life. Is learning to play with how you dress a path to having more fun in your life without adding more stress? I don't know. Let's talk about it and see. Also, I hope you like wordplay, especially puns, because this episode has, oh, so many puns. Are you ready? Today, I want to talk about, first, ways to unpack your general thoughts about clothes and fashion pun intended, unpack, how the way you prefer to dress uncovers thoughts in your mind, that pun was totally intended, and finally, how to connect to the decisions you want to make to dress the less stress, more fun way that suits you best, pun definitely intended. Let's start as I tend to, from the big picture perspective, which is what you think about clothes and fashion in general. Is being put together, as they say, a priority for you? And if yes, why or why not? Do you enjoy spending money on clothes? Do you wish you had more money to spend on clothes? Do you like to hunt for bargains? Or are you into couture? What would a dream clothing budget be for you? And again, why? Most of us have preference as it relates to clothing and fashion. And a lot of those preferences are likely embedded in a story, a story that might even be older than you are. Let's think about it. Did your family have opinions about clothing and fashion? What did they make dressing certain ways mean? And do you have traditional dress for your culture or your extended family that you practice to this day, maybe on special occasions? My grandma, my granny, taught me a very unique and specific approach to dressing. She preferred to get dolled up, as she would say, and she enjoyed clothes. She took a great deal of pride in picking up bargains. I've got to tell you, I'm forever indebted to her for taking me to garage sales and thrift stores. 
she used to say, come on, kid, let's go sailing. I learned so much observing her repurposing things. And there was so much joy in in it. It wasn't just about hunting bargains. There was almost like there was the thrill of the hunt and a sense of giving something new life. And I would say that it just was, it's made such a mark on me going garage sailing with Granny. And to this day, I delight when I find something at a thrift store that still has the tags on it. Her perspective came from being mindful of resources, financial resources, and otherwise. And that got passed down to me. When I buy secondhand, yes, I do love me a good bargain, but I feel like I'm giving something uh, kind of another phase to its life. It, It saves another item from being created unnecessarily. There's something about going to the thrift store, and it's like you step into this world of unknown stories. And I don't know. It just it's more than clothes for me. The way I dress has deep roots in those seeds planted by my granny, and her values were shaped by living through the Great Depression. So it's not like this was just something she did for a hobby. This was part of her culture, part of her personal experience. Now, I don't wash my plastic baggies or my foil anymore. Sorry, granny. But I do outfit me and mine in secondhand for some of the basics, unapologetically so. I delight in it. Some of you listening to me tell that story might be shocked or even grossed out to hear that. And that's because of the story in your mind. Isn't that fascinating? What about the day to day outfits that you choose or wish you would choose? So, going from kind of this big picture thoughts around what you dress, how you dress, how much of it, your budget it deserves, like those big picture to just going down to what goes on your body, how you prefer to dress, even when factoring out all those practical aspects and all of those familial cultural messages. I have a confession to make. It's not going to be at all like a confessional, because anybody who knows me well knows this about me. My favorite outfit in the whole world is my workout clothes. And it's not because they're comfortable to me. I mean, yes, they are. But mostly because of the person who's wearing her workout clothes. Now, there's like lounging around, like here as I'm recording this podcast, I'm in a t-shirt and just kind of like some what I call yoga pants, my comfy pants. But I'm talking workout clothes. I'm talking the workout clothes. You know, like whatever that means to me. There are certain pants that I wear when I work out. And I love the person who is going to work out. She's someone who's thinking about her future. You know what I mean? It's not uncommon, especially as I work remotely, that I'll dress in the morning for a workout, even if I don't plan to work out until the afternoon. In fact, Some of the YouTube videos that you may see, I may be in my workout pants and like a nice top. (laughs) The beauty of remote working, right? And the reason is that I love the way I feel. Like I could just break into lunges anytime. Like it makes me feel powerful and I'm taking care of myself. And I am really oriented to this habit that means so much to me on so many levels. 
I know, maybe it's silly, but that's my truth. Oh yeah, you want another confession? On the other hand, I hate dressing up. Hate it. And probably not because of the clothing itself. I mean, clothes that fit well, well, they fit. I don't like dressing up because of what it means in my head. If I'm putting on certain clothes, it probably means that I'm going to something that may not, like I may feel reluctance or something else. For example, if I was going to a wedding and I barely knew the person and I would have to make kind of that small talk, let's be clear. Once I'm there, I will talk your ear straight off. But this, oh, I got to get dressed and what are people going to be wearing? In fact, that's really kind of it. Like, is what I'm choosing going to be similar to what other people are choosing? Am I going to stand out in not a way that feels great to me? Let's be honest. It's not about the clothes. I mean, it's just thread and fabric and, I don't know, sequins. (laughs) It's not really about the clothes. It's about what association they have in my mind. My friends totally welcome workout wear, Lisa. My family doesn't care if I'm wearing pajama pants or a sequined ball gown. But say, company holiday party and all of my clenchable parts. We'll clench. Now, how about you? What do you prefer? When you dress in a way that you describe as comfortable, which part of you is comfortable? Just your body? Or is your mind also feeling at ease? What? I know. Until I really slowed down to think about this, I always just thought it was the clothes. Imagine the most uncomfortable thing you can imagine wearing. Is it only because of physical discomfort? Or does it have an association with something that clashes with your current idea of you? And that brings me to the final part of the podcast, which is to talk about how you can decide how to dress. What decisions do you want to make? Because making decisions about how you get dressed and why can be an essential way to reduce stress while also tapping into having more fun. Who do you want to be? How does this version of you dress? No, really, slow down. This is the ideal version of you. Close your eyes and really, really imagine what that life would be like. Do you really love this image as much as you think? Or is your ideal self and the way they dress someone or something else's expectation? I work a lot with people on this idea of their ideal self because it is not uncommon, not even at all, to scrape below the surface and realize that the ideal self that they imagine is someone they actually really don't want to live like day in, day out. It's just they've incorporated expectations and pressures from outside and, and from the stories that they've written inside their mind to craft this ideal to measure themselves against. How would you dress if you were living your ideal life for you? So this goes from this ideal self, and then is it really my ideal? What would my ideal life be? And how would I dress then? What does that version of you wear more often? Less often? Different times a day? It's fun to play with those ideas. Think about color. Do you like 
wearing a lot of colors and patents, or do you choose neutrals? Do you choose neutrals or do you wear neutrals to be practical? Practical is awesome when it's a genuine choice, but get curious about your reasons why. For example, I had an interesting conversation once with someone who who wears a lot of black. And she says, well, I just do it because it's easier. And easier actually came with a really involved story. And of course, my little coach mind was like, wait a minute, let's, what does that mean to you? What is the benefit? What is that leaving behind? And it was such a juicy conversation just to talk about why she has a lot of black in her wardrobe. And then think about what systems you would like to have in place around your clothing. How do you want to handle seasonal wardrobe changes, for example? Would you like to have less items that can be used with multiple outfits, or do you like a jam-packed full closet? Some people think they want to be minimalist because what they really want is like less stress, less headache, whatever, but some people discover they're like, no, I just like having lots of options. I want to decorate myself. Go beneath the initial preference that your mind offers to become really closely aware with what you're thinking and what your desires are. Do you want 80 hats in every color under the sun because it brings you playfulness and joy? I I have to say, I have a lot of scarves in my closet. I obviously, living in Southern Texas don't wear them all that often, but I do love that it's such a like a simple way to add a pop of color. Ugh, it's not what you do, but why? And how you expect your choices to make you feel. Let's recap what we addressed uh, today. Get it? Addressed? Uh, uh, I know, it's shameless. We talked about ways to unpack your general thoughts about clothes and fashion. We talked about how the way you prefer to dress uncovers thoughts and stories in your mind. And then we talked a little bit about how to connections you really want. Like what would be a less stressful way to maintain your closet and decorate your body with clothing and accessories? What would be more fun? What would suit you best. All right. Think about this homework in the week ahead. All right. So go into your like in your mind in your closet and categorize the different um, types of clothing that you have. You may have leisure wear, like leisure clothing, things you maybe wear around to watch TV, things you wear to work, things you wear when you go out. Get a sense of the categories that you have and when you wear them and how you think and feel while you're wearing them. That's the magic part. And then with that deep dive, that deep awareness, now imagine if you had a magic wand. What would you keep? What would you change? Would you wear different things at different times? I mean, sometimes you like what you wear, but you're like, you know what? I've never considered wearing a dress to go grocery shopping. Why not? Explore this. Evaluate what you think would be different and ask yourself if you would be interested in running some experiments to see what happens. Oh, you know what? I I have told my kids a couple of times that I adore the Queer Eye crew and I would love it if they like all showed up. 
Because I think I tend to keep things simple for a lot of reasons that are, they're beyond practical and frugal. I think I act out all kinds of mental storytelling through my clothing choices. And I bet those amazing professionals would come in, they'd laser right in below all of my stories to some pretty amazing truths. But until Queer Eye shows up to give me a makeover, I'll continue to use my coaching tools to connect to my power of choice as I dress the way I want to experience my life. But quick, before I go, before I wrap, like wrap dress, oh, that was not even a good pun. I want to share that I've linked to three amazing resources in the show notes. Judith Gatton is a style coach for curvy women, and she has such a loving, playful approach to fashion. She's trained in the same coaching process that I am, and I love how she practices um, integrating the mind work with the day-to-day how to pick out clothes for your body. The second one is Kara Lowenthal. She is a feminist coach who talks a lot about body image for women. And whether you identify as male, female, or non-binary, Some of the ways that she talks about clothing and appearance, it might expand your ideas and it might tap you into some of those stories that you think are your thoughts, but they're just sort of inherited. And then finally, Tanya Lee is a self-image coach. She has more of a luxury brand and I like how she talks about dressing for the future version of yourself. Her podcast blends mindset with personal style with environment in a way that it causes me to think, what do I think about this perspective? And what do I think about? I'm so, again, practical, comfortable, air quote, comfortable, frugal, basic. And for me, luxury has never been something that I've liked. But listening to her has really caused me to say, you know, why? That's just a story. And other people love luxury items. And not like I'm, you know, pressuring myself to change my opinion. It's more, I just want to know that my thinking is a choice, that my clothing choices are mine to make, and that when I feel a certain way in what I wear, it has more to do with the story in my head than the fibers sitting on top of my body. Such a fun way of thinking about comfy pants, right? Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast. Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.